Welcome back to another episode of the Multifaceted Show. I am actually in the same room as Joya. It's a little chilly. I don't want to get up, go in the other room to record and like set up and all the things. Um, so I'm actually in the room <laughs> with Joya and under some comfy blankets going to hop right into this episode it's actually announcements the show (laughs) is transitioning and i honestly honestly am so proud of it i have had to i have gotten the chance to grow to a space where i am just so so genuinely happy about my story and the woman that I am today. Self-care is my jam and <laughs> as you know, I did not begin the multifaceted show as what I wanted it to be. And after reflection and space, I really see that this show gets to be a hub, a collective for mothers to chat self-care and staying on top of ourselves, our maintenance as mothers in business. Like... We are a genre of mothers, you know, Um, and being a mother in business looks different for a lot of mothers, like Avi, right? We are all different, and on top of that, we have different levels of support we have different situations I'm a single mom right and plenty of our guests <laughs> right are not single mothers um and we have had all kinds of amazing guests but I want this to be the space for black and brown moms in business to be able to share about self-care And if self-care is the brand, if self-care is a part of their jam that only um, benefits us, I say us because although I am one of the two hosts, right, I am still a listener. I'm listening alongside you. I'm listening as they speak and... I go back to episodes, (laughs) I do, and I feel like I need to revisit an idea or something that I have learned, I go back, I go back and I re-listen to the episode and I have definitely made it my business to listen to episodes first, like as soon as possible. If it didn't come out at like 12 (laughs) a.m. when I'm like asleep, right? Um, I'm the first one to hear it. And I pay attention because 
I want to know what I feel like I can improve on. You know, what I feel like could be presented better or said differently. And, like, I don't like repeating (laughs) words a lot. Just basic things for me. Those are the kinds of things I pay attention to if I'm in, like, my critique mode. If I am just chilling and I am there for a purpose such as re-listening, that's what I'm doing and soaking it all in pen, paper sometimes to sort things out and I'm just really grateful for this space and every woman that has contributed to creating this collective. For this past weekend, I have been taking down my micro locks, and this episode will come out way after <laughs> my micro locks have been taken down, but I am so happy. It brought me so much joy because I realized that I just, for me, I wasn't in the space to keep up with them in the way that I want. My hair grows really, really fast. And that has always been something that's like, eek, because simply I just like don't want to deal with it. If I get short haircuts, I need my hair cut every two weeks, right? Like, <laughs> I want to do protective styles. I'm going to be doing that junk for a while, if I go get it done, they gonna be doing it for a while, like, you know, and my hair is beautiful, it's thick, it's curly, it's so beautiful, and still, that does not mean that, like, maintenance will take you two seconds, because no, (laughs) it definitely won't, um, and with my micro locks, I found that, like, they were beautiful, And still, I have mad hair, and on top of that, I have mad locks, and it grows fast. So, people typically wait six to eight weeks to retwist or retie, and by the time six weeks comes, my new growth is so crazy. Like, I can't go six weeks and some people even do four to six i've seen and heard that da, da, da. no by week two it's over for me it's it's over for me and the thing about it i felt like i can't go like you know drag it out for me to do my hair because it's just not the same if your hair is locked like all that new growth is at the beginning you know so it becomes puffy I can't style it you can't really manipulate it for me right for my hair type I have type four hair for my hair type for me personally like it just It was like, yeah, this is a little too much because I literally can't 
do everything that I I need to sometimes like just not doing this junk right now and that also means no I can't go get it done right now like I right now I'm in like a work mode or something has happened with Julia and she needs my attention for like a week and I'm trying to make sure I'm squeezing in school and working and doing all the things in between showing up for her as a mom so mm, no no (laughs) ma'am like and I my hair is something that I've always taken seriously and always stayed on top of I do not like when my hair isn't right and I found that it personally doesn't I don't feel like my most confident self I don't feel happiest with myself like my hair just being out I could do a braid out a twist out some straight bags (laughs) I could do you know two long ponytails I could do you know two buns one bun like (laughs) you know so many ways to manipulate it I could go get a surprise and like it's a vibe but again I'm thinking of the things that I get to do when it's like oh you need to do your hair and then when my hair gets dirty yeah y'all I'm I'm gonna hush about my hair but this is like a part of why I took my locks down when it gets dirty the front of my hair like where your edges are baby (laughs) my forehead my forehead gets dirty because my hair is dirty and it won't even be like that in my hair but my forehead will be dry dry giving bone dry like bad so that was a part of me you know taking my micro locks down because I didn't like that I definitely learned a lot and I appreciate and I'm so grateful for the time that I spent locked and I got to love my hair in a different way I needed that I genuinely needed that and I felt like the journey was over like the journey was over often we get into this space where we honor the end, right? Like, oh, yes, I'm finally here. I did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The journey deserves that same honor, grace, and love. The journey is where the beauty lies. The journey is how you arrived. It's the journey, honestly. The journey makes, makes all of it worthwhile. Because you didn't just get to where you are. You didn't just get to where you want to be. You put the work in to become. You put the work in to breathe. And locking my hair was so significant and symbolic to me. Um... 
and taking my last stand was super symbolic. Even during that, Julia woke up and wanted to be in the carrier. So I popped her on my back and I finished doing what I had to do. And that in itself is symbolic too. That is my motherhood journey. That is what I have moved through. At every stage, in every space, no matter what I decided to do, no matter what my inner voice said to me, I kept going. I put that baby in that carrier (laughs) and kept it moving. I wore that baby on my chest. I wore that baby in different ways. I wrapped her up and put her in. I put that baby on my back and kept going. And that is how I get to where I want to and deserve to go. So it definitely was super special and still took me like a whole weekend to do. I had like 200 micro locks in my head and... You gotta like comb out the knots, all the things, but it's been amazing. So now you know what to expect from this show. I am clearing out and dropping some episodes from my archive, and there were definitely some episodes scheduled to go out more recently that will be released now just so we get the chance to experience these amazing women and honor them um and i want to pull out some things that were like locked away (laughs) i love it so i'm excited about our transition and just excited about showing up for this excited about sharing my meditations. If you don't know, I'm a meditation teacher on Insight Timer. Meditations are coming for Mommy May. And I am super excited. Like, I love it. And I have a book coming out this July, July 26, 2022. It's called From Morning to Patience. I'm dropping parts of the book and just diving into conversation about parts of the book and like focusing in on it. So being able to share that with this community um, is also going to be amazing. Like we are the hub, we are the collective for all things black and brown mompreneur self-care talk self-love journey like that stuff doesn't stop or go away because we become mothers and I know for me becoming a mother I felt like there were so many parts of myself that I had to sacrifice And literally, literally, my daughter is too. And I'm feeling like myself on another level to the point where I'm looking back like, oh my gosh, I wasn't feeling like me. I wasn't, I wasn't completely okay, you know, beyond 
what I was aware of beyond the subconscious blocks that I knew came to surface and all the things that were happening for me. Beyond all of that, I still wasn't okay. And I had no idea. You know, beyond all of that, there were different parts of my childhood that played a role in the way that I showed up, the way that I felt, the way that I behaved as a mom. And I can honestly say that this book is super healing, so I cannot wait for it to be out in the world and take on whatever healing effect the reader needs. Simply, it's... (laughs) It's amazing, and it is so vulnerable, raw, and authentically me. There is, like, no part where I'm hiding the parts of me, and I feel like that is so special, and that's what someone needs to see to understand that they are perfect as they are. And giving themselves permission to just be and stand assertively, right? Like, (laughs) in your story. And be proud of it, no matter what it is. And knowing that you can't control what happened, but you do get to control what you do with it. Period. There is no one way to show up as a mother, and there are so many ways that we get to show up for ourselves, and every way gets to be honored. I want this show to be your roadmap to self-care and self-love, even if you aren't a mom. If you are just a black and brown woman in this world that feels like the content resonates with you, and this is not to exclude, if you are not a black or brown woman and you are listening, I thank you for your support, and I thank you for standing alongside us, and still, I know that that specific audience is where it's going to be more relatable. I want to talk to, I get to talk to the women that look like me. And I'm grateful to be the voice. I'm grateful to have that experience and show up in that way. Is we deserve to take up space. (laughs) Literally, like, it's already ours to take up. And there are so many moments where we feel robbed, ignored, or unwelcomed and I need women (laughs) the women that look like me to understand that the multifaceted show is not a space for that where that will be accepted that is mm, mm -mm. (laughs) that ain't it So this show gets to be the hub, the collective, and I get to reel it in. So by the time you hear this, Mother's Day will have passed. Happy Mother's Day to you. Do-do-do. I love you. It's Mother's May, so (laughs) we going crazy on the beat. No, really though. (laughs) 
I am going to upload just like parts of the book unedited. I am going to throw in walks and meditations, just all the things um, before becoming pregnant the year before is the year that I had a self-care brand and I loved, love, love everything that it was I did and I mean I think just you know everything changed (laughs) everything changed for me everything looked different and it just took me time to come back home to myself and understand that I am safe in my body and I do get to be a person outside of a mother. You know, I am still a human. I knew it. And I didn't always behave in that way. It's like, you know it, so you do it. You know it, you do it. It proves it, all the things. And for me... It wasn't always that, and I tried to alter the woman that I am to fit what I felt like I should present myself as, as a mother, versus just being authentically me and giving my daughter this front seat to all the amazing awesomeness that her mother gets to be. It was this phase of adjusting me to make myself more digestible for someone that my inner child felt like a mother needed to be due to the deep critique and all the things I went through. So it's like I ripped the band-aid off of that and it was like, "Mm, girl, mm, actually this ain't me. And actually, I believe, and it helped that as my daughter got older, I really got to sit and, like, I value this, I value that, I don't care about this, that makes no sense, that this is important, like, really just stepping through, um, and getting reacquainted with me at every single phase. I am so excited for everything that the show is, everything the show has been, and I've definitely just leaned into not just knowing that you get to start over as many times as you need to, but also that you get to start over as many times as you want. You get to just be who you are and who you are is enough. You get to honor yourself at every stage. Change is constant and it will always be that way. You get to honor the woman, the human, the being that you are. And all your beauty. You get to honor her. So, I hope that for Mother's Day, you are feeling all of the feels and honoring
yourself in all of the ways that you want. Love you.